Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. What younger and older adults don't have in common when it comes to their views on the 9-11 attacks. I'm Mike Marillo. Detectives hand out flyers hoping to find a killer. In Hyattsville, I'm Dick Iuliano. Sports betting suddenly leads to a lot more money generated for Virginia. I'm Nick Ainelli. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. California's scorching heat is pushing the state's power grid to its limits. Governor Newsom. This heat wave is on track to be both the hottest and the longest on record for the state and many parts of the West for the month of September. Customers averted widespread rolling blackouts yesterday by heating warnings to ease up on usage. There's an excessive heat warning for L.A. into Friday with an expected high of 97 today. Soaring temperatures are making the fight more challenging for crews battling California's wildfires. CBS's Astrid Martinez. In Southern California, the Fairview fire has taken at least two lives. Tuesday, it forced more evacuations east of Los Angeles. The Mill Fire, just south of the Oregon border, now nearly 4,000 acres in size, killed two women over the weekend. This all happening as California is entering what is normally the worst part of its fire season. To the nation's capital, where the Washington Post is reporting, some of the files taken from Mar-a-Lago had information in them about the nuclear capability of a foreign government. Doesn't say which government that is. CBS News confirms former Trump advisor Steve Bannon is expected to surrender tomorrow to face charges in New York. CBS's Anne-Marie Green has details. The charges are similar to those that he faced in a federal 2020 fraud case related to a fundraising effort to build a border wall. Now, Bannon pleaded not guilty to the federal charges and was pardoned by former President Trump. Presidential pardons only apply to federal cases. The UN's atomic agency is urging Russia and Ukraine to set up a safety zone around the occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. CBS's Deborah Pata is near Kyiv. The team has confirmed that there are Russian soldiers and military vehicles inside the facility and the key recommendation that a safety and security protection zone be set up immediately to prevent a radiation disaster. E-cigarette maker Jules reached a $440 million settlement with 33 states and Puerto Rico for igniting the teen vaping craze. Connecticut Attorney General William Tong says it includes new restrictions. Jewel cannot depict persons in any marketing under the age of 35. They can't use cartoons like Joe Camel. No paid product placement in movies or television shows. Over and out for a Seattle Storm standout. 41-year-old Sue Bird played her final WNBA game last night. So thankful for 20 years here. It's so much. Seattle lost to the Aces 97-92 in game four of the semis. This is CBS News. The Dell Technologies Labor Day event is here. Up to 48% off Vostro laptops with 12th gen Intel Core processors. Upgrade by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 6.03 Wednesday morning, September 7th. Mostly cloudy with occasional showers today and highs near 80.
Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour, the former president of Washington's football team, Bruce Allen, testified for nearly 10 hours before the House Oversight Committee yesterday as it investigates workplace misconduct allegations against the franchise. He was deposed remotely yesterday and appeared after receiving a subpoena. The Washington Post reports Allen wasn't willing to testify without a subpoena because he could have been accused of violating his separation agreement. Allen served in several high-level positions with the team over many years before being fired by owner Dan Snyder in 2019. Fairfax County Fire and Rescue says a second person who was critically injured in the house fire in Falls Church has now died. It happened yesterday during the overnight hours on Barrett Road. Fire officials identify the newest victim as 67-year-old Patricia Stottle. A juvenile described only as a preteen was also killed. She died yesterday shortly after being taken to a hospital. The cause of the fire remains under investigation. Family and friends are in mourning after they removed a 16-year-old young man from life support after he was tragically hit by a car. On the night of August 27th, Yesilia Alvarado received the most tragic news. She says at 11.30 p.m., some bad news from the father of my son that my son has been taken to the emergency room. An accident occurred. Miguel Rivera had been hit by a Toyota RAV4 while he was riding his scooter to his dad's house. It happened at the intersection of North Beauregard Street and Sanger Avenue. On Monday, they took Miguel off life support. Sayla Santiago was Miguel Rivera's girlfriend's older sister. She told our news partners at NBC4 that he was more like family. The driver, what were you doing? Why didn't you see him? Like, we lost someone. Luke Luker, WTOP News. Prince George's County is set to give police more leeway when it comes to impounding off-road vehicles that are driven illegally on the road. The county council's given initial approval on legislation that would increase the fine and could eventually let police impound off-road vehicles when they're abandoned, unregistered, or used in a crime. Councilwoman Jolene Ivey questioned how effective the law would be if police on the ground can't chase them. I do like to actually be able to accomplish the goal. The councilman Sidney Harrison says he's talked with police about that because they can't chase them by police car how often they go up to chase them by air he says police have caught hundreds of illegal off-road vehicles tracked through the air the full 10-0 vote suggests this will have no trouble eventually becoming law john dome in wtop news sunday will mark 21 years since terrorists attacked america taking the lives of thousands of americans while a majority of Americans do still remember the day, the younger they are, it seems the less connected they feel to what happened. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Overall, 73% of adults, no matter what political party they belong to, remember the era of unity and politicians working together after the attacks. But when you filter out younger adults, only 37% of the Gen Z crowd, those younger than four at the time, say the event changed their lives. 59% of millennials say it did. It's all part of a poll done by More in Common and YouGov. The poll also found that fewer millennials and Gen Z adults had an answer when asked what they should never forget about the attacks. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. At poll survey, 2,500 adults. The margin of error is plus or minus 3.1 points. Coming up after traffic and weather, sports betting getting more popular in this region. It's 607. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. David Abramowitz, the chief technologist at Trend Micro Federal, says educating the workforce about cyber threats needs to start earlier and continue for their entire career. 
when employees in an organization see something that's very well crafted and it looks like it's about something they're interested in and there's a link, sometimes you're focused on somewhere else or you just don't have the education, they'll just go and click. What we've done at Trend Micro to help that because we want everyone to learn at an early age to be what we call, let's say, a good digital citizen. Starting that at a younger age and infusing that in and giving those lessons, I think, will work very well. Let Trend Micro Federal care.